back turbo. I know they ain't think we make it far. We done bought a hundred cars, we done bought a hundred bars. Went against the hearts, whole life dripping hard. Now we living large, a whole world with our boys. They know who we are. Don't even think we make it far. Whole lot of hit or die, hit a prison throwing rocks, trying to feed my guys. Cause smiling in my face with pain in his eyes. Hope we get to catch a wave and change over time. 1993, the year Star Wars born. A lot of people know my name, I'm feeling point. Said I'm on the way, don't know where I'm going. On a whole nother way, saying words like a poet. She said, Go on, I love the way you joke. Playing in and out of town, my lifestyle not boring. I can see by the drum, this drip cannot force it. Ain't no time lodging around, my son gotta be born rich. I ain't trying to talk you down, cause I know niggas be hard hit. Thinking how they put my brother in the ground, had a poor more I've been doing circles all around the town, speeding in the club, bitch. Bitches trying to chop a nigga down, telling me to have a rock. Only thing we make it far. We done bought a hundred cars, we done bought a hundred rides. We're against the hearts. Whole life is dripping hard, now we're living large. A whole world on the boys, they know who we are. Only thing we make it far. Whole lot of hate to die. Jay the prison throwing rocks, trying to be my guys. Smiling in my face with pain in his eyes. Hope you get a kiss away with chatting over time. on the way to God. Deep pussy trying to pull a gangster guard. Fuck around and hit your girl in French's on. Spot full of trees, niggas trying to hunt. My brother gave her life back, he got son. Godson, my baby mama hate the fat I'm on. I'm on out of spots, they call it chaperones. How come before a million I didn't have no one? Two forties when I travel in they twins. Put a million on that million and get it again. I live a testimony, but I sin. Feel like a narcissist, you can't teach a nigga that. Yeah, yeah. Don't even think we make it far. We done bought a hundred cars, we done bought a hundred rides. Went against the hearts. Whole life dripping hard, now we living large. A whole world with our boys, they know who we are. Don't even think we make it far. My face with pain in his eyes. Hope you get to catch a wave and change over time. Just check the clock, and you already know what time it is. Tune in to Talk to Me, Tyler T. It's real, uncensored, uncut. Let's get it. Check, 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 check. You are now tuned in to Talk To Me, Tyler T, with the one and the only Tyler T. So, bro, like, I feel like I've been gone for a little minute, maybe like three, three and a half weeks, but um, I'm back. I really just been busy, caught up on, caught up with the, um, the uh, Them Versus Us podcast series, the Zoom series that I, that I did, that I hosted, uh, which actually went really well. Shout out to everybody that tuned in. Shout out to everybody, you know, that had had something to say, shared their thoughts, um, and just shared how they feel, how they felt. That went really well. Um, kind of just been trying to just stay mentally stable, bro. Like it's been so much going on. So I had to, you know, take a, take a step back from the podcast for a little bit just to, you know, just to keep getting myself right. You know what I'm saying? But, um, Hey, I'm back. I missed, I missed y'all, man. I hope y'all missed me. 
Uh, so yeah, bro, I'm about to just go ahead and dive in to all of the content. First and foremost, I just want to say, um, rest in peace to all the lives that we've lost, all the black lives that we've lost due to police brutality, man. Um, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, uh, just just everybody, man. Because I know it's it's so many names that I can that I can continuously just blurt out. But um, they still haven't arrested Breonna Taylor's killers, man. So. We need that to happen ASAP, and we're going to keep fighting until it does. We're going to keep fighting for justice. We're going to keep fighting for, you know, equality. We're going to keep fighting for all of this. But um, let's just go ahead and dive into um, – first, I want to say um, – I want to dive into what Nick Cannon said on his podcast, man. Uh, well, on the podcast that he was on and how he got he got fired from Wildin' Out. So um, it didn't shock me. Uh, that he got fired, that they so that they were so quick to remove him because you know that's what white people do. Like when you go when you go on a platform and defame a white person or defame the white culture, which is nothing pretty much. Um, when you go on there and do that, and you work for a company that is owned by predominantly white people, uh, you're gonna have some backlash. But I'm pretty sure. Nine times out of ten that Nick Cannon knew what he was doing uh before he made the decision to go and speak on that on a on a national platform like he did. Um I don't know if y'all saw the the actual podcast or what he was saying, um, but in the beginning he started off by saying, you know, I wanna say this lightly. Obviously, you know, he don't wanna ruffle anyone's feathers, but um that's exactly what he did. So uh and, and it need, it needed to be done. Um it definitely needed to be done. Because there's a lot of people that are afraid to, you know, voice how they feel about white people or, you know, voice that white people have been the original animals, bro. Like everything white people have, everything white people have attained, they got it through violence. They got it through stealing. They got it through killing. They got it through raping. They got it through harming people. Um, and they, they really don't have anything of their own. And without us as black people, like their world would be upside down because they capitalize also off of us uh, day in and day out, whether we realize it or not. And that's something that I feel like we should take great pride in. Like we shouldn't, you know, if if we can't, if we continue to let them, then it's going to continue to happen. So we got to continue to put their ass on front street, bro, and expose them Um, because shit, that's what the world need, bro. The world needs to see like they really ain't shit, fam. And and I say and I say that wholeheartedly and with my chest, bro. Like they really ain't shit. So for you to be um for Nick Cannon to step up and be brave and say that, um, with and put his career on the line like he did, uh, that was a big move for him. Now we need um we need those big those big time celebrities to back him and to stand behind him. I saw Diddy said that, you know, he he's supporting him. Uh, which is which is good, um, and I'm pretty sure there's other celebrities that are that are supporting him too. But everybody needs to stand ten toes behind Nick Cannon and what he said. Um, if y'all have, I'll give y'all a quick summary of what he said. He really went back into history, um, talking about talking about how, you know, white people lived in the in the high up in the mountains high up, um, and they had to pretty much like protect themselves. So. They were the real barbarians, you know what I'm saying? They getting that hot sun beaming on them and getting sunburned because they like melanin. Um, and you have people 
you have people in Africa and some countries that you know they're super dark they're super com uh they're darker complected because they have to be able to um they have to be able to stand the UV rays of the sun in those hot climates. They live close to the equator and so it's it's hotter than than normal over there and so they have they're equipped with uh with the things that they need to be able to sustain that. And um he was pretty much saying like how white people are not and because and because of that like they have like this envy towards us or they're jealous of us. So they try to milk our culture and because black culture is pop culture, obviously. So they try to milk our culture and be like us. But then when it comes to actually treating us with respect and giving us equality or treat us with human decency, uh, that, that that's just something they can't do. So um, if y'all haven't, y'all should go watch that. Um, and yeah, get back at me with, with how y'all felt about that, man, because y'all know I feel very strongly about everything that's going on. And I've always been somebody to come come on this podcast, come on my platform and say that shit. Like, what, whatever platform it is, like, I don't give a damn, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm a stand-up dude, and that's what, you, that's what you need to be able to do, especially in times like these. You need to be able to voice how you feel and mean that shit and stand, and stand on that shit, so... Yeah, um, okay, but let's go on into the next topic, man. Um, so let's talk about Meg the Stallion, um, and her getting shot. Um, and I, I don't know if it has something to do with Tory Lanez. I've been seeing allegedly he shot her in the foot, um, for whatever reason. I've been seeing like hella news on it, but all the you know, all, it's it's a bunch of rumors. I feel like because you don't, we don't really know the truth. But I did see that Meg um, dropped a statement a few a few days ago on the gram, and she was just saying like it was like a criminal act toward her, um, and she didn't really go too deep into detail about it. But um, yeah, it was it was just kind of crazy to me because twenty twenty, bro, it's just been this has been the craziest year yet and i feel like that's an understatement um with everything going on it's just like excuse me bad thing after bad thing just continues to happen it's just like when is this shit going to stop bro like when is this shit going to going to let up um and i feel like you know we we have to continue to to stay prayed up and to stay connected to god uh, because these are these are hard times. These are weird times. Like I don't even know, for lack of a better term, like I don't know another word to describe it. But back on, um, back to what I was saying about Meg Stallion. Um, I know that she was at a party, uh, with Tory Lanez or at some type of event, and it was at nighttime, and they were like driving back, uh, I guess, uh, to the crib or somewhere or whatever, and. I see I saw this video of Meg like walking the police have pulled them over and Meg is walking um out of her she's she had gotten out of the vehicle and she's walking and you can see the trail of blood coming from her foot but they it looks like they had her doing like some type of sobriety test or something like that and I'm just like damn like y'all see her foot is like fucked up y'all see blood is coming out co coming out of her foot and yet y'all making her walk on her feet um and like what's the point you know what I'm saying like, so that's another reason I feel like we need to, as black men, uh, we need to continue to step up and protect and take care of our black women, bro. Um, 
I saw niggas making jokes about Tory Lanez, how this nigga is like 5'2", five, 5'3", five, and like 120 pounds. <laughs> and that kind of cracked me up because it's like, damn, bro, like you, you real life like a little teenager running around this hoe. But uh, anyway, yeah, man, like I was saying, you know, we need to continue to step up and and protect our black women, bro. Uh, not even just from the police, but from from these hospitals, uh, from these doctors, because we have a lot of pregnant women um, going into labor and not coming out alive uh, because these nurses, these hospitals um, and these big health organizations, um, they act like they don't give a damn about. Well, I ain't going to say they act like they don't give a damn. They don't give a damn about about our women. And so we need to be the ones, you know, in that room, like demanding shit, um, fighting for shit. Uh women are coming out saying oh well i need i needed this i need this i need this and they're telling the nurse they're telling the doctor and the doctor is kind of the nurses are kind of sweeping it under the rug and then we have that our women have um life-lasting health complications uh or should the baby is stillborn or the mother of the child is not making it out alive or the baby or the or the baby um so it's just it's just so much that goes into this man and you know it's just it's just hard to watch sometimes or hard to listen to because every time that I get on Twitter or get on Instagram and watch somebody's story or scroll down my TL, you see different videos of uh, another black person, whether whether it's man or woman, uh, passing away, um, losing their life to shit. Honestly, every motherfucking thing like police killing them. Um, they're being hospitalized and not getting the proper care that they need. Um, the the list goes on and on and on, bro. Um, and it's just like, damn, you know, why, why does this keep happening to us? You know what I'm saying? But that's just something we have to continue to, to wear. We got to wear that shit on our shoulder or we got to, and cause that shit holds weight and we got to continue to continue to keep pushing, man. We got to keep on pushing. Uh, we got to keep going. Like, we can't stop what we got going on. We still out here protesting. Um, we still out here getting our voice, our voices heard. Uh, I don't know if y'all follow Steven Jackson on Instagram, but, man, he been, I, I feel like the George Floyd shit just, and rest in peace to George Floyd, man, um, that just took him over the top. He been going hard. He he been going super hard, and, and I fuck with that as a, as a black man, um, uh, as an NBA vet, you know, I fuck with what I fuck with everything that he's doing. Um, speaking out for not only George Floyd, but for for all of our people, you know what I'm saying. Um, and one thing that he says uh, all the time. Let me go. Let me go look at his gram and find it. Um, shout out to Stack Man. But um, one thing that he always says is um love for all who have love for all and you know that's real because in order to in order to get love bro you got to give love you know what i'm saying and you can't just be selective or picky with your love like oh i love this person but i don't love this race type shit no you gotta you know love for all who have love for all and that's real so once again shout out to stack man um so i know everybody has seen um the will and jada and August Alcina debacle. Uh, 
So I just want to touch on that. Um, I wish I had, wish I had a female guest so I could get uh her opinion on these things. But um, you know, it's just me today. So, but yeah, I usually everybody gives me feedback on what I say on the podcast and how they feel about everything. So, you know, I hope y'all continue to do so. But um, anyway, so I. I really don't know where to start with this shit, bro. Um, so I didn't know that um, August and Jada had something going on. Um, I didn't know that they had this open relationship, open marriage where they could they were with each other and they could do whatever because it seems like. Um, you know, when I'm watching Red Table Talks or when I hear Will or when I hear Jada speak about their love or speak on their marriage, um, it's always, it always seems like it's genuine and it always seems like it's coming from the heart. Uh, it, it always seems real. But um, I did, I did kind of think that um, I, I was watching one Red Table Talk where um, I think it was Willow she she did something she like wrote a letter or she she did something saying that uh she missed Tupac and that her mom missed Tupac and it's just like uh I understand like missing him um I guess because you know he passed away all of a sudden uh by getting murdered and you know they didn't I guess they didn't really get to say their final goodbyes or whatever but why why is Willow, you know, why is Willow doing that? Like, she wasn't even born around that time. Like, she wasn't even here. She didn't even meet Tupac. So that, that shit kind of weirded me out. It was just like, uh, okay, like, what's going on? But um, then when I, when I actually started to go back, sometimes when I actually started to go back and watch um, watch the Red Table Talks and some of the things like Jada would say, and her mom would just kind of look at her like, like what is wrong with you like i can't believe you just said that but um so anyway for people who don't know so i guess um jada had had gotten with august alcina and august alcina is in his early 20s i believe um so let's let's see how how old august alcina is before i um before i dive in here let me type this in google right quick as soon as you type in August, that's the first motherfucking thing you see. <laughs> Will and Jada entanglement. So, okay. Um, August Alcina is 27 years old. So, they said their quote-unquote entanglement happened uh, about four years ago. So, he was 23. So, he was around my age. Uh, well, he was my age. So, you know, I'm like, okay. Jada was is like in her 40s, maybe 50s, maybe early 50s. I'm not too sure, but... I know that that's the age range. Uh, anyway, so August August was um, quite ment- the mentally unstable person. You know what I'm saying? He even said that uh, he was dealing with a lot mentally, and he felt like I ain't gonna say I don't. Know, I'm not gonna say he felt like he was taken advantage of. But on the outside looking in, like I feel like Jada Jada probably took advantage of him. Um, even though he was a grown man, you know what I'm saying? Like. He's going. He's going through a lot of shit, and he finds he he feels like he can confide in Jada, um, and he feels comfortable being around her, talking to her, 
and he ends up falling in love with her. Like, shit, how, how can you not fall in love with Jada Pinkett Smith? Like, I, like, I, I can't. You know what I'm saying? I can't blame him for that. But I feel like, damn, um, she she took advantage of him and she like overstepped her boundaries, knowing that uh, this is a this is a this is a man who is going through something and he needs help. And instead of trying to get him help, you manipulating him seducing him just like she did will in the interview with all the shit that she was saying uh on the red table talk which i'll get to in a little bit but it's like she has such a uh a mouthpiece bro she has a great way with words and she says a lot without saying anything and so being a young man being a young dude like you're gonna you're gonna start to believe that shit and then one day when she's like oh like okay you know we're going to go back to just doing what we was doing, back to uh, Jada and August. This is not a relationship. This is not a this is not a fling. This is, like she said, quote, unquote, an entanglement. Um, like she told Will that she was in, entangle, in an entanglement, which that that fucking sent me. That that I, that shit blew me out of the water. But, um, yeah, so it was just like I feel like it was a lot of red flags, man. There was a lot of shit that shouldn't be done, and even in um, Angela Yee's interview uh, with August Alsina, you could hear you could kind of hear the pain in his voice and how he was talking and the things that he was saying, and it was just like, damn, bro, like, you know, how are you gonna do this young nigga like this? You know what I'm saying? And then I see a lot of young men, I mean, a lot of men saying like, oh, no woman can't take advantage of you. Uh, you a grown ass man, like you make the decisions to do this, do that, X, Y, Z, woo, do, woo, woo, woo. And it's just like, um, I feel like it can happen, bro. I, I, me personally, I feel like a, I feel like a woman can take advantage of you, especially if you're not mentally stable. Now, if you're in your right mind and you good and you're you're agreeing to everything that's going on then okay but i feel like august's situation was different and second of all this is totally off topic but they were calling this nigga aug like oh yeah you an aug and that was pissing me off because i'm like why do why, black people have a short for everything but don't don't do that to the word august like just say the nigga name bro the nigga name is not all like don't give this nigga a nickname fam call the nigga august <laughs> anyway um yeah, so I, I do feel like that a woman of her caliber, um, of her age, um, can take advantage of a young nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether he, she feeling this nigga head up, whispering sweet nothings in this nigga ear, telling him everything he want to hear, they he around the family, around the kids, they going on little dates and shit, like, how can you really, bl- how could you not fall in love, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? So then when I get up, I watch the Red Table Talk, and I'm like, okay, I'm thinking this is going to be a whole segment. Um, and this, usually they, usually them Red Table Talks be about 30 minutes. Like, I'm, and I see this one, it's like, I don't even remember how long it was. Was it, was, it wasn't that motherfucking long. And you can just see the pain and the, <laughs> and the suffering and the, and how drained Will Smith is as soon as the camera turns on, bro. It's just like, bro, it, it literally looked like he just put on, put on some clothes and was just like, fuck it, let's just get this shit over with. Because bro looked bad. Uh, his face was all droopy. He looked tired. He looked he looked like he was in distress. Like, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, And I'm not saying Will is all the way innocent. Because he not. Because he had something going with... Uh, 
what's that girl name? With Harley Quinn from uh that goddamn movie, the white girl. Damn, what is that girl name, bro? I don't know her name, but she was in uh she was Harley Quinn in one in, in one of the in what's the name of that damn movie? And she was in another movie too, uh Wolf on Wall Street with Leonardo DiCaprio. She was his wife. She bad too. Like she and I don't even like white women, but she she got some. Well, anyway, uh Will Will had his little pictures with her. So I you know, from to my understanding they had an open marriage, so they was doing their thing. But, you know, and obviously this was like I stated previously, this was four years ago. But shit, obviously they still holding on to that shit. And I mean, Twitter was frying everybody. Um, Twitter was frying Jada's ass for sure. And then some people got on Will ass, but I feel like the media played a role in them coming out with a statement. Because uh, if the media would have never, you know, would have never said anything, then I feel like they would have just kept it P. And kept it under wraps, which I mean, they still could have because shit, who's the media, bro? Like that, y'all's business is y'all's business. What y'all decide to put out there is is y'all's choice. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, like you could just see the pain in Will's face, bro. And then Jade, I'm just listening to Jada Pinkett talk, and she's talking to this nigga. She's talking to Will, and she's just saying all this shit, and I'm just like, wow, bro, she is a great manipulator, like because she's saying all of these things, and. Nothing is getting solved, bro. And I, I know I'm, I'm like, I was honestly like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> like, what? Like, what the hell is she talking about? And then they, 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 what really fucked my head up was when they shook hands and it was like bad marriage for life. I was like, oh, I don't like that. I wasn't really fucking with that, bro, like at all. And it, uh, it all around, bro, it was just a bad situation, like. I don't I don't really I don't really know how else to explain it, bro. It was just it was just a terrible situation. Um and then it's just like just why? Like if you're going to be married to someone, if you're going to be committed to someone like till death do us part, then why would you even want to establish an open relationship with someone? Like okay, we're going to be married. We're going to be you know, we're going to be together, this us, this me and you, but if we want to step out and have a little fun, we can step out and have a little fun, and obviously, Jada was the player in the situation, because she got August all worked up, this nigga was, loved her down to her knees, well, he thought that's what he was doing, uh, he was head over heels for it, and then it was like, alright, I'm going to chunk the deuces to you, like, I'm a, she, she really hit that nigga with an alright, I'm going to fuck with you, and then he was just distraught, bro. Then this nigga recorded a song with Rick Ross called Entanglement. <laughs> and I haven't listened to that hoe, but I'm just dead when I I was super fucking dead when I saw that shit on Twitter. Um and then I heard um that he made a song about her um not too long ago. But then he just dropped his out. Al- he dropped the album, and then he goes on this. This is when he gets on Angela Yee's, um, on Angela Yee's show, and this is when all this shit starts to happen. So, was it a publicity stunt or was it to back his album? I don't know. Was this how he really felt? I don't know. But like, regardless of the situation, like that shit was wild. Um, and I wonder how 
I wonder how the children feel. Like, I wonder how um, Willow and Jaden feel, like, or how they feel, because this shit is, I ain't, ain't going to say this shit is fairly new because it happened four years ago, but they're bringing it, it's resurfaced now. So I just wonder what's running through their heads, because, you know, usually is everybody's on the red table talk, like the mother, uh, Willow will be there, um, and it was just Will and Jada. So I wonder what's going through their heads, and I wonder how they view relationships how they view marriage um how they view commitment so it's just a lot of questions that need to be asked and there's a lot of questions that need to be answered as well uh but i guess that's another conversation for another day so yeah man um and to go back onto the nick cannon um the nick cannon topic um i did see that he had tweeted like y'all can have this planet like i'm out and i don't know what he meant by that i don't know if that was stating that like he done type shit like he don't give a fuck or like if that was like some suicidal thought or message uh that he put out onto the media and then i also saw that um tamar braxton got rushed to the hospital um for an attempted suicide so like i said we need to continue to pray for our people and you know look out for them man um because we all we got at the end of the day like we all we got no these people this world don't love us bro so we all we got and you know we got to stand behind our people and if you need help uh if you're struggling with something mentally if you're dealing with if you're having suicidal thoughts bro or whatever seek help like let somebody know talk to somebody um Go, go, go! Get yourself some help. Uh, if you surround yourself with people that you know will look out for you, and I'm sure that they did have those people. But um, you know, try to as 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 black people, we got to pay pay more attention to those signs, and we can't um, we can't shut out our emotions, especially. I ain't gonna see even say especially in men because shit, women women need that shit too. Like women need. You need emotional intelligence, bro. Like, it's not a bad thing to be emotionally intelligent uh, and know how to deal with your emotions, bro. Because shit, you you have you're a human and you have emotions. Like, you're not a fucking robot. So uh, that just leads me into the next thing that I want to talk about with Kanye West, man. So, oh shit, this is this this shit is crazy. So Kanye West, man, he's running for president. He says he wants to run for president. To my knowledge, I saw that he. Um, the last time I looked it up, I saw that he he was jump he was jumping out of the race because he was gonna wait until uh, he was gonna wait until the next election. Now he's doing it again, and then I just saw this interview that he had uh, he had a cut and he had twenty twenty in the back of his head as a design, like it was two thousand five. So I'm like, oh shit, the niggas have been saying he needed help, bro. But like this nigga was saying, like. His party is uh his party was um the birthday party uh and that Harriet Tubman didn't free slaves she just had them go work for other white people and if you know if you know the history on Harriet Tubman bro Harriet Tubman freed a vast amount of slaves bro and she kept a gun with her because she was like if y'all niggas scared y'all gonna die on my watch y'all not gonna die on these white people watches you know what i'm saying so it's just like damn like 
How you gonna speak on the history and you don't even know that shit, bro? And so I'm just like, all right. So uh, he's he's running for president and he's he's just he's just babbling, bro. He's just up there babbling, just talking crazy. And he was saying Democrats don't do shit for black folks, and it's just it's just a bunch of shit, bro. Like I'm just like, where like where are you getting all of these thoughts from? Like why are you you seem very you're having you're you're having this manic episode like and and your your family your wife uh she's pretty much letting you go up here on this platform and speak and make a fool of yourself and she's not doing anything to to help you uh she's not behind you as a spouse should be uh cuz I, I feel like as a wife as a spouse as a companion and as a supporter you should be behind your man saying, hey, hey, yay, like, this ain't it. This ain't it, dog. Like, you gotta, you know, you gotta, let's come back and regroup. And we need to get you some help. Because they, they have billions of dollars. Between the two of them, they have billions of dollars. And I'm pretty sure that they can get top-notch psychiatric uh, assistance that they probably both need if we keeping it a buck. Um, because you not supporting him is saying a lot. You not backing him and telling him to shut his motherfucking mouth and to do try to help try to do something about it is saying a lot. And him going up there, he probably don't even realize like the shit that's coming out of his mouth. He just speaking on that shit. Like he don't need, he he's not even, that shit is not even resonating with him. He just saying shit. And so it's like man, uh, I've been saying that we needed to get Kanye help long ago. Uh, I feel like when his mom died. This is just my theory. Oh, his mom died. He didn't really come to terms with that shit. And he just started to spiral downhill, bro. Uh, spiral downhill. And it just it just kept on going. Yeah, he's made hella money. Um, he's done a lot of shit. And, but he also just started to support Trump. And that shit kind of blew me out of the water. I was like, I was bewildered at that shit. Cause it was honestly mind boggling. It was like this is the same nigga who who said George Bush hates white people, and this is the same nigga who said even if you win a Benz, you still a nigga in a coupe. Uh, this is the same nigga who made all falls down. This is the same nigga who made can't tell me nothing. This is the same nigga who who used to be one of the most pro black rappers in the game. Uh, and it's just like now, it's like you you just did a. I don't even know. I ain't gonna say a whole three sixty because that's the wrong turn. But you just made a wrong, you made a wrong turn, and you just never found your way back, bro. And it's like a lot of pe- a lot of his supporters, they don't see that shit because they see oh he he doing the Yeezys, uh he got this, he got that going like. And it's just like, bro, um, mentally, he's fried. Like, he's fucked off, like, off the bone. Um, But just because of his accomplishments and the things that he's doing that are monetary, y'all are overlooking that or sweeping that under the rug. And, you know, it's just time for... It's time for a change, bro. It's time to get him some help before he runs... He Before he, you know throws himself overboard type shit. Um, because watching that shit and listening to what he was saying, it's just like, 
are you serious right now? Like, is this, is this really what you're saying? Is this really what you up here talking about? So, um, yeah, bro, that's, that's not, that's not the way, fam. Um, get Kanye some help. Uh, Kim, stand behind him. Family, stand behind him. But it just seemed like once you, once you get in the mix with a Kardashian, bro, it just brings you, it, it brings you misery. Like, <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't even know what other word to use because like everybody that's been with the Kardashian, like their life sucked until they got with somebody else. So I, and I ain't want to talk about nobody. I don't want to talk about nobody family shit on nobody family. Cause I know everybody has their family issues, um, uh, whatever, whatever. But like, is that not, is that not what y'all pull from this too? Like, I mean, everybody, people love the Kardashians, bro. And that's cool. But it's just like, uh, when you in a relationship, an intimate relationship with one of them, and it's just like, yo, your life kind of just like yeah y'all got money y'all got that bag but uh are y'all really fulfilled you know what i'm saying because money at this point like money ain't everything because they have endless endless bread so um yeah and then i just like i literally i literally woke up this morning and i was like bro i gotta get on the podcast man like i haven't got on the podcast in a minute like i literally woke up brushed my teeth washed my face made my bed and like hopped on this like i haven't even eaten shit yet but like that's besides the point so um let's talk i just saw some shit about jeffrey epstein fam uh my nigga justin had um he just hit me with that shit on the bird and it was pretty much saying um so it's a developing story um in newark new jersey and this shit happened what's today the 20th so this shit happened 14 hours ago. Uh, this is what the headline says. The husband and son of a federal judge in Newark, New Jersey, have been shot. Middlesex County prosecutor confirms to ABC News. The judge's son, <clears throat> excuse me, is dead to law enforcement sources. So it says, and then somebody tweeted, um, it says, four days ago, this federal judge was assigned an Epstein-related bank case. This is a hit. Like, most definitely that shit is a hit. Um, and that, y'all niggas don't, people don't understand, like, when you got that bag like Jeffrey Epstein had and his little girlfriend, I forgot, I forgot her fucking name, but they got her in custody too. Um, when you got that bag, you know, you can kind of maneuver how you want to maneuver, bro. Because if we being, if we keeping it above, bro, Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein is an elitist, fam. Like, he's at the top of the top type shit. And it ain't really, well, he was. Um, but I mean, he's still like a very well-known name, uh, throughout society and it's people that supporting that nigga, bro. Like it's people that don't give a damn that he sex trafficked hella, hella young women. It's people that don't give a damn that Trump was right by that nigga side when he was doing a lot of that shit. Uh, it's people that don't, that don't understand that or that don't give a damn that he was, he was raping little girls, uh, that he went to Miami or Florida and bought this big ass house and was bringing these girls in and was paying them $200 to fill him up and, uh, fondle with his, fondle with his little, uh, his little boy penis and do all this other shit. So yeah, bro. Like it's people that, that are like, Oh no, fuck that. Like he got that bag. So fuck it. Like he, bro, he literally paid, he literally went to the, to the police department in whatever city in, uh, in Florida that he was in and he paid them niggas 
just on some oh this is just this is just a little donation um that I'm gonna give y'all for being good people because he knew that he was finna come out here and and rape women bro like rape young girls he knew he was finna come out here and act up so it's just like but you know people continue to sweep that shit under the rug um but yeah like people I mean it's just all these niggas are in cahoots like Trump and his wife and Epstein and his girlfriend and it's just some fucked up shit going on in the world bro and it's like can you can you really stop the shit because um, when you have money, like, that money is power, bro. And, shit, these police departments, these police officers, they, they like, oh, shit, you going to slot us? You going to slot us a meal? He a billionaire. Are you going to slot us a meal for us to keep this shit under wraps? Are you going to slot us 10 mil for us to keep this shit under wraps? Oh, you want us to, oh, you want us to go put a hit out on, do you want us to go put a hit out on such and such? And uh, mask this shit and make it look like a delivery driver did it? Oh, okay, bet. We got you. And it's it's like that simple. And so I'm I'm pretty sure like this nigga had people this nigga had people watching watching the women that he was trying to rape when they was running away, like, oh, I know where you are, I know where you stay. If you wanna do this, like you better you better submit to me, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like people really be on that shit, bro. And that shit is crazy as fuck. Like in your right mind, how can you do that shit to another living person, bro? Like another human being or several human beings for that matter. And it's just like, you know, no, you know, nobody gives a damn. Nobody wants to say shit. Nobody wants to speak up. And then when you have somebody trying to defend, um, trying to defend other people or trying to go against what Jeffrey Epstein is saying or what he's doing, he like, oh, yeah, they got to go. Um, yeah, let's get somebody to let's get off with their fucking head. Like, let's get somebody to knock their ass knock their ass and send their ass up the river type shit and that's what the fuck they doing and so we just gotta you know we gotta pay attention bro and um we gotta continue to read and continue to do our research and continue to keep up with what's going on in the world because the news cnn and fox and all these other news channels bro they ain't really telling us shit bro i get more of my news from twitter than i do from any other uh media media outlet and you know uh, the you gotta think, bro. Like with black people, white people, it white people tell stories uh, through the media to to make it look good on them type shit. Uh, just like when when Deshaun Jackson uh, when he tweeted that shit about what what it said about Hitler. Um, now he's the anti. Now he's anti-Semitic, and it's just like. Yeah, the it says something about Hitler, but they don't even see the actual message that he's trying to that he's trying to display. They just see it said Hitler, and then people get to talking about Jewish people and what they went through and the genocide. And it's like, bro, we learned about the we learned we learned about the Holocaust, fam. Like, we get it. I understand that, but we not talking about that. We talking about the message outside. If hit if Hitler's name wasn't there, we're talking about that message that. That Deshaun Jackson posted, but they don't see that shit because they want to be like, oh, well, it's gonna, this is gonna make us look good, so we can say that, and it's gonna make Deshaun Jackson look bad. He's a black athlete. We gonna, we gonna put him on national television and put him, make him, make him give out an apology and blah blah blah, so people can slander him. So these white racists could be all in the comments calling him a nigger boy and all this other shit. 
And it's just like, damn, that's what the media does to people. Uh, and that that's what I was having a conversation about Justin with this about this shit. And it was just like, uh, he was telling me this shit. And I'm just like, damn, like, you know, that's how the media really, really displays these messages, bro. And they do that shit all the time to black people, bro. And it just makes us look so bad. But if you really go back and look at what a lot of people are trying to, are trying to say or the message that they're trying to get through, it's not even like that. So, that's just another thing, man. Um, and I'm going to just end off with, uh, I don't know when normalcy will return, bro. But I hope it returns and I hope we have all learned something or we have gained something from this quarantine. Which, I mean, I know it's still going on. I honestly don't feel like it's going to stop anytime soon. But uh, at first, I, like as I mentioned in previous podcasts, like it kind of had my head fucked up, but... Now I feel like I've gained so much. I've learned so much about myself um, throughout this whole process of the shit that we're in. Like, it, it's just like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, man. So, like I said, man, shout out to shout out to everybody that's continuing to listen to me, man. Uh, continuing to support. Talk to me, Tyler T. Um, my three-year anniversary is coming up in, what's, it's July, so in September, so I'm planning something, I'm planning something real special, man, um, planning something real special for all the people to come out and enjoy, um, so if y'all want to come, holla at me, celebrate with me, uh, I'm gonna give back to y'all with more information when I get everything settled, but yeah, I plan on doing something real I ain't going to say I plan on doing something real big, but I plan on doing something that's near and dear to my heart, that's special, because uh, three years in the podcast game, man, that's a long-ass time. Uh, that's a long-ass time to stick with something. That's a long-ass time to love something like I love this shit. And that's a long-ass time, you know, just just be in that environment and just stay down with it. So, um, yeah, man, shout-out to everybody. Shout-out to everybody backing me. Um, shout-out to everybody supporting me. Um, I rock with y'all just like y'all rock with me. So um, that's love, and I'm always continue to show love. Y'all show me love, uh, cause that's the type of nigga I am. But yeah, um, get at me on the gram at talk to me Tyler T. Get at me on the bird at talk to me Tyler T. Um, check out my website, even though that hoe is outdated again. <laughs> but yeah, get on that hoe, man. And um, yeah, man, it's talk to me Tyler T. And I'm signing out this thing.